Hello world and welcome to the Overtone Warp Zone. This podcast is for people who enjoy games, love music, and want to know more about how their favorite songs work. Each episode will focus on some pieces of music from the video game corpus and talk about one musical concept found in those pieces. In our first season, we're diving deep into the score of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I'm Dan Bergman, and let's get started. You know what I'm really happy about with the new Smash Bros? Heavy characters have never had it better than they do in Smash Ultimate. The whole game is faster, meaning even the slower attacks of characters like Bowser and King K. Rool have a chance to land before foes can react. For example, every character has the same amount of jump squat animation frames, before some characters took over twice as long to jump as others do. All around, these characters have had changes that benefit them, such as more armor, DDD's ability to reflect projectiles with his neutral B. You definitely get more variety watching competitive ultimate than competitive melee which is constantly being memed for players only picking Fox. More than anything, I'm happy that my boy Ganondorf has gotten an upgrade. Ever since he came out in Melee, he has been, at best, in the bottom half of characters in regards to tier lists. He was ranked the third worst character in Smash for Wii U, and in Brawl he was ranked as the worst character. Recently though, Zero, arguably regarded as the world's best Smash for Wii U player, put out a tier list ranking Ganondorf as the 22nd best character in the game, the highest for a heavyweight character. Considering the list is 74 characters long, that's not bad at all. He's faster, his smash attacks have this giant sword that swings in this huge arc. It's glorious. In honor of him, let's play some Ganondorf music. This is taken right from the N64 game The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, released in 1998. This is Gerudo Valley by Koji Kondo. Before we continue, yes, I know that it's pronounced Ocarina, but I can't unlearn what I have learned to say at this point. Link's debut on the N64 is actually Ganondorf's first appearance in-game, despite being the franchise's fifth title. The demon pig Ganon appeared as the main villain of the original NES title, as well as in A Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo. In the backstory of the latter, it is revealed that Ganondorf Dragmire, Prince of Thieves, stole the Triforce to conquer his realm and transform himself into the big boss Ganon. In Ocarina of Time, we first see Ganondorf as the Gerudo King, swearing allegiance, I'm sure with fingers firmly crossed behind his back, to the Hylian King. Gerudo are represented as a humanoid race of mostly thieves that live in a hot desert area, and they only birth males once every hundred years. Don't think too much about that part. 
Ganondorf is discovered to be manipulative, seeking the power of the Triforce for himself. It's only at the very end of the game that his portion of the Triforce transforms him into the gigantic and deadly boar, Ganon. Throughout The Legend of Zelda, the fates of Ganondorf, Zelda, and Link are frequently intertwined, as they very often possess or at least represent the pieces of the Triforce for power, wisdom, and courage, respectively. We've been listening to the song as it appears in the N64 game. Now let's hear a remix. This is from Smash Bros. for Wii U, arranged by Ryo Hamamato. Love that guitar. You can definitely get a Spanish feel from this arrangement. It's speculated the Gerudo people were inspired by the Romani, a historically itinerant and persecuted people group who can trace their heritage to an area in northern India over a thousand years ago. The people of Andalusia, a province in southern Spain, have been heavily influenced by Romani culture. What we normally think of as Spanish sounding music really has its roots here in Andalusia. There is, of course, a name for this music tradition that we speak of. Today, we'll take a look at... Flamenco! Now, I will say to begin that I am no expert in flamenco music, but I have done some research and we can at least scratch the surface of this genre together. Let's listen to some authentic flamenco guitar as we discuss this. This is Justo Fernandez, El Tuto, performing a buleria, which is a type of flamenco palo. First off, it's important to note that flamenco incorporates the music traditions of Andalusia and some surrounding areas 
and it includes singing, guitar playing, dancing, vocalizations, chorus clapping, and finger snapping. We'll mostly be talking about guitar playing in this episode. Flamenco guitars themselves are built similarly to classical guitars, only the notes sustain for a shorter period of time. This is important because of the percussive flurry of notes produced in flamenco guitar style, which is known as toque. In many styles of guitar playing, striking the string above the sound hole is the most desirable sound. In toque, players try to play as close to the bridge of the guitar as possible, which has a harsher, rasping quality. Here's what it sounds like when I start by playing over the sound hole and slowly move my fingers so that they get closer and closer to the bridge of the guitar. A big part of flamenco sound is the technique known as rasqueado. Our rasqueado examples in this podcast are from Ukrainian YouTuber Sledge. Go and visit his channel to see more. In order to play in this style, you put your index finger behind your thumb, like you're about to flick something, such as a crokinole disc. Shout out, Southern Manitoba! Your thumb would be placed on the low E string of the guitar, then simply flick across the strings. This can be done with the middle, ring, and pinky fingers as well. This creates a rhythmic roll, reminiscent of the bayador's dancing feet or the roll of the castanets. Another similar technique is tremolo. In this case, tremolo means rapid reiteration of a single note. As in the end of the first few phrases of our Gerudo Valley melody. When flamenco is performed, it is typically done in a series of palos. Palos are ways to categorize flamenco styles by things such as rhythmic pattern, mode, chord progression, form, or even geographic location. Of origin, that is, not where you're actually sitting and playing the song. While there are over 50 different palos, there are traditionally three main overarching categories. Cante hondo, the most serious kind. Cante chico, a lighter and frivolous style. And cante intermedio, which doesn't quite fit into either category. The palos are interjected by falsettas, which are short guitar interludes that provide an introduction. They usually set the tonality, time signature, and the tempo of the song. While the opening of Gerudo Valley may not fit the definition of a falsetta exactly, it certainly does provide a sense of what's to come for the listener in terms of tonality and tempo and all those other things. Flamenco makes frequent use of the major scale, the minor scale, as well as the flamenco mode or Phrygian mode. The Phrygian mode, if you'll remember, would be like starting on the third scale degree of a major scale. It sounds exactly like natural minor, only it has a minor second in it as well. Often in flamenco, the minor third of the Phrygian scales are placed at the major third, so it would sound like this. The scales that I just played, I played in harmonic minor, which means that the seventh scale degree was raised. In the case of Gerudo Valley, it seems to me that we are in the key of F sharp minor. 
A typical chord sequence in flamenco is called the Andalusian cadence, named after the province of the genre's origin. It can be viewed as being in the Phrygian mode, in which case the chords that we would play are the minor 4 chord, major 3 chord, major 2 chord, and major 1 chord. The chord progression of Gerudo Valley remains the same through the whole thing, and it's almost this Andalusian cadence, except that the 3 and 2 chords are switched, so it sounds like this. Once again, this has been a very brief introduction into the genre of flamenco music. There's one more piece of music I want you to hear before we sign off this week. As you know, the Street Fighter series features challengers from around the world, fighting to become the world champion. As such, there are many pieces by Street Fighter II composer Yoko Shimamura that nod at the musical traditions of the countries those fighters are from. Well, in Street Fighter II, we have a representative from Spain, and despite the rock elements of this piece, there are so many elements of flamenco style evident here as well. Here's a remix of that tune. This is Vega Stage, arranged by Yoko Shimamura herself for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. the episode. If you have any comments or suggestions for a piece of music or a musical concept, you can contact me at overtonewarpzone at gmail.com. You can also find me on social media everywhere at OTWZ Podcast. Until next time, keep playing. <laughs>